Hello and welcome to another edition of the Frontend Coffee Break, a podcast where we take a break from our everyday lives, grab a cup of joe and discuss about different frontend related topics. Today we are uh, recording, if I'm not mistaken, episode 26. And as always, I have my colleague, Regard. Hello. Hello, Tucho. How are you? Hello. I'm good. I'm good. Uh, it's been an intense uh, workday, but uh, everything's turning out to be good, nice, which is, well, good. And the vacations have been, well, the, the festivities, the general festive, festive days, the holidays, uh, bank holidays and such at the end of the year, which I was reading about trying to find out how many different festivities was were happening in December. I think over, I don't know, I mean, hundreds of them around the world, depending on the location and blah, blah, blah. So, um, uh, without going too far away from the, the, the main topic, uh, it, it, it was a nice festivities. Um, the, the wise men, you know, this is a very traditional, as you know, the thing in, in Spain. Uh, they did bring me gifts and here it is what they brought me. They brought me a little bit of coal. Seems wow, like was, a rock. Yeah. Um, you've been a bad boy, I guess. I've been a bad boy. Is it because you don't you don't do your rejects and you cheat them with ChatGPT or why? <laughs> That's a yes, you guys. Because I do my regular expressions with ChatGPT. Now, for those who don't know, this is coal, but this is a candy uh, in Spain. So when you even if you're naughty in Spain, you get something sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We always parents are always nice to three kids <laughs> so chucho uh, apart from candy sugar and, and a dose of diabetes uh, what's in for today okay so today we, we're going to talk about something uh, uh, a topic that we've been discussing for some time now i think we even talked about it in the very beginning when we started the podcast a little bit one of the, those potential topics and we're only going to do it talk about it today and it is about ux usability ui uh, all the things and everything related to that, well, in very general terms, but basically is how much UX should you as a front-end developer know, or in general as a developer should know. So the idea is that we'll be discussing a little bit about that, about our experience with UX or usability or, or all of these related topics, and maybe give a little bit of advice about, talk about the things that we've been through and such. How do you like the idea? Um, I love it. I love it. Um, and I know these acronyms are a little bit complicated. Um, and when I started, I was saying this UX, UI, what, what, what's all this? And so for the tuners out there listening to us, Tucha, what does it mean UX, the letters U and X, what do they stand for? Well, um, this is very interesting. This is just, it's, they stand for user experience. And I, uh, I used to be, um, back in the day, very much into usability. That's the general term that I that, that was used into what I was into. Right now, UX is something much bigger than just usability. And but usually, uh, you you at least uh, when I read a little bit about UX, it's usually related also with uh, usability. So I personally use them uh, interchangeably. I mean, they use one or the other, but they're not exactly the same thing. Just I wrote it wrote it down because I don't want to to mess it up. But basically, uh, let's begin with uh, UX. And first of all, there's this one of the guys that we're going to be mentioning a lot during the podcast, Don Norman, Donald Norman. Uh, he is the grandfather of, of usability, of user experience and all these kind of things. He's actually the one that, that they say that the term was invented by him. 
by Don Norman. And um, in, depending on where you read it, in general terms, the UX is user experience. User experience design is the process design teams used to create products that provide meaningful and relevant experiences to users. But this, uh, but UX doesn't uh, only stop in 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 interfaces or this kind of things. That would be UI, the user interface. But UX uh, design involves the design of an entire process of acquiring, integrating a product, aspects of branding, design, usability, function, everything. All the experience someone gets when they're when they're interacting or they're yeah, they it, with a product, a service, mm-hmm. whatever. That is the user experience. But of course, when we're talking about uh, more related to development, usually UX, uh, at least as I said, uh, the way that I that I usually use it is more related to usability. I don't know when you hear UX, what do you think? What comes into mind to you? Uh, it's funny that the description that you said it says relevant experiences to to the users. But when I think about UX, it could be a good thing or a bad thing, right? When I, when I go to a yep. website and yep. I don't know and. Uh, the confirmation button, which maybe it's a positive action, it's in red. I think what a poor user experience because I'm. Uh, it feels like I'm doing something wrong or deleting or swing doing in a, in a, a complicated action, but it's just saving my document or whatever. So for me, user experience is the whole journey, right? Um, it could be, as you said, in our case, when doing websites or marketing websites, it's just you know maybe reading an article or just you know going through a journey of logging into the page and then performing an action. So for me, it's just these journeys. How do we think about them and 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 try not to fall into dark patterns and things oh. that uh, companies want you to do? But um, yeah, it's it's complicated. I love this that you just that you just mentioned the the dark patterns. I mean, this is this is fantastic. There's uh, you can read about that about uh, UX or usability uh, dark patterns, which is fantastic because it's basically a list of anti patterns of things that are done on purpose to confuse or to make people act one way or another. Exactly. So to force them maybe to to buy more stuff that they need or the, on like. Uh, like dark pattern I always think about is when you are at something to the cart then suddenly it says hey maybe you're interested in more stuff and then of course it works because most people <laughs> when go to the cart they see great items and then they add more stuff maybe they don't need because whatever or you add fake offers like Amazon does right you see a big discount ah. it's a fake discount but then they use uh, the UI to make you think oh this product is really discounted when it's really not so yeah and one of the for, for just to to close this topic, I mean, I I think it's fantastic the the dark partners because it's 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 super interesting. It's like using uh, good knowledge for evil purposes. Um, the we we are actually every day if you're used you're a web user a regular web user, you are confronted with dark dark patterns. And the most typical one, at least that comes into my mind, is the cookies. You know, um, the usually the cookies will be designed in such a way. For, to make the user select the yes, accept all. And they're designed that way on, on purpose. But, well, there's many others. that they, I recommend anyone that's interesting, it's, uh, interested in this. It's an interesting topic to go and look for dark, dark patterns. There's a lot of articles and these kind of things. It's super great. By the way, about cookie ban- banners, if you're using the mm. latest Firefox, you can enable an experimental setting where they will decline automatically cookie banners for you. So... But um, how does that work? Just we will, uh, a small pause. Yeah, it's it's on a, a list of like a proof sites or like I mean they they do it by hand. Like they have a, a whitelist, not listed, but a list of sites they support support ah. the sites, 
And then because they know the, the UI there, they just target the element and they, they close uh, the banner for you. It's, it's not on, on every page, of course. It's just on pages they support. But the list is like the regular uh, newspapers and, and news outlets. So it's good. You know, the interesting thing is that this is user experience, actually. <laughs> Improved user experience by Firefox, Indeed. making it easier to, to do it. Nice, nice, nice. Um, Okay, well, that's just your user experience in general terms. Uh, we we should discuss a little bit further. Of course, we're we're going to focus ourselves on development user experience on the development elements and on the front end development. Uh, but before we go to that, um, there's also another term that uh, the the one that, we, that is very related to what we're going to talk about, which is usability. Um, I heard this term many 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 years ago, and I started. Um, getting interested in, in the topic. Um, but your experience with user, I'd love to hear it. What what would that be? Hmm. Well, so, <laughs> I, I don't have formal like education on usability or have done any sort of teachings or trainings on this. Um, but for me, when I think about usability is like, again, going back to the user experience, not thinking, okay, are we doing... The UI, the, the elements that we're creating, not the, the forms, the inputs, everything, the website itself, is it usable uh, for most users, uh, the, the vast audience or the, the widest audience possible, right? Are we doing a good job on making them uh, get to this, the goal that they're doing, uh, they're going to easy, like, you know, avoiding extra clicks, making it easy for them to, you know, see what's happening on, on your, your application. So, so yeah, just thinking about the journey and making it easy for them, not complicated. Well, uh, just taking a little bit of, of what usability is uh, defined in the um, Nor Nielsen Norman Group, uh, the usability they say uh, the usability is a quality attribute that assesses how easy user interfaces are to use. Just as simple as that. And although the word usability is also referred to methods for improving ease of use during the design process, and I just want to put this out because this is uh, something uh, also quite interesting. Uh, usability in in there is is uh, they say that it's defined by five quality components: learnability, how easy it is for users to accomplish basic tasks the first time they encounter uh, the design; efficiency, uh, once users have learned the design, how quickly they can perform the task; memorability, uh, when they return uh, after a, a period of not using it, how easily they can reestablish uh, proficiency; errors, how many errors do users make? how severe they are and how easily they can recover from the errors and satisfaction, which would be quite related to experience, how pleasant it is to use the design. Just wanted to put it out there. There's a lot of information about usability, especially if you go to the Nielsen Norman Group, they have very interesting articles. And precisely the, the uh, Nielsen Norman com comes because of the two founders, I think Jacob Nielsen, which is well, usually called the father of usability, and uh, Donald Norman, which is the grandfather <laughs> of, of usability. But anyhow, um, so do we, what I, I just wanted to say, because this is, this is interesting, just, you, ha, have you worked, for example, when you were uh, started working as a front-end developer, doing or taking into account usability on your own, or...? How I mean, when I started, uh, no, no way, no way. In the end, I, I always thought that these things were more accountability of designers. Like mm -hmm. they think about the UI, they think about the whole journey, and they design the websites I will code uh, with that in mind. So, so I don't know what about you, Tucho? I mean, what was your your first contact or your first thoughts on usability? Well, as I said, I, I've, this is 
I don't work with usability. I, at one point in my life, I wanted to become uh, a usability expert, not UX, uh, but a usability expert. I never got to manage to do that, but I did do throughout my life. I've done a lot of reading. I started over 20 years ago, actually. I had a teacher, a multimedia teacher. She, Moraima Campbell, she's from the school that I studied in. She's uh, an amazing uh, person and an amazing uh, usability expert. And she's the one that introduced me to to the concept. We were doing multimedia. She, she says she's in love with that, with usability. She talked about that. And that's when I learned that that existed. She even did some usability testing. And she recommended uh, one of the first books that I read regarding usability. I have a lot of books here. <laughs> This one's uh, Usability Engineering by Jacob Nielsen, and it has a lot of information like uh, this was the book that was um, the reading uh, material, the requirements for one of the classes, not the one that I took, but I think this became a reading um, a requirement after uh, the multimedia class that I took, a year or sometime after. I, of course, got it, read it, and it's quite, quite interesting. That's when I got acquainted with Jacob Nielsen. And... Uh, yeah, ever since then, I think that it's one of the things, knowing about this, about user interfaces and such, is one of the things that pushed me into front-end development. When I started uh, doing front-end, well, development, web development in general as a full stack, I was always more interested in the interface, especially because I saw other people weren't uh, that I worked with. We were the ones that were designing the interfaces, and it was like, mm, maybe this is not the best way to do it. Maybe this is not the best uh, option for this, the, the best placement, blah, blah, blah. And I ended up doing uh, some suggestions. That's like, again, I, I was never a, a real expert, but just knowing a little bit really goes a long way. Um, now, how much uh, uh, are, are, as a front-end developer, uh, are we supposed to be good at web design, at, at usability, at UX? What's your opinion on wow. that? Hmm. All right. Uh, good one. So I, I see in, in your background, I think it probably has helped you a lot, right? Because you not only uh, like act as a robot, they send you a you know a JPEG, a PSD, a Figma design, then you slice it and you code it. But rather, I, I guess with your background, you challenge, right? And you challenge, okay, if you yes. see something that maybe is not uh, ideal, you could just go back to the designer and say, hey, who we do is uh, in another way. I mean, we are humans, we all make mistakes and nobody is this God, right? So so definitely, I think collaboration is key for us front-end developers. I think we need a little bit of knowledge. Like if you if you don't do anything specifically, it will come naturally to you organically. As, as you become more senior, you will see more stuff. You will see more UIs. You will see more experiences. You will talk mm. to more people. And in the end, you will have this known sense of, of design that when you see something, you, you might uh, raise your hand, right? But I don't think it's a requirement when you're a junior. Like you're starting out, like thinking I need to do a, some sort of training uh, or bootcamp on design. I don't think so. First, <laughs> try to learn how to slice and code, and then at the end, yes, <laughs> a little bit. Um, I think goes a long way. What do you think? Yes, I mean definitely. As uh, I think that was that was one of the things that I brought into the table when I was started when I was junior uh, developer, a junior web developer. Uh, because I was very interested in, in that area, although I agree that you don't need to, but in, I already had that that inclination. So I that's I started pushing and became sort of like the company's expert on usability. Although I remember that when I asked, "Hey, you sh could we do something more serious regarding usability?" and they said, "The moment that the client is paying for usability, that's the moment that we'll do usability," and we never got that. 
<laughs> we never got to, but I'm talking about the beginning of the century. Ooh, that sounds quite curious. Uh, 2006, 7, 8, 9, during those years, uh, that's what I, what, what I was trying to push more, the subject, but it was not. Uh, no, but I think this has changed. I, I think, I mean, when you see like design agencies nowadays, they, I mean, their bills are very high. Like when you ask uh, enterprise level, you ask for designs or a concept, they charge a lot of money right? because they do all these things. They they are supposed to be not only great at design, but they are usability experts, they are UX experts, and, and they will think about the whole journey, not just delivering you, okay, the login form, right? Mm. But they will think about <laughs> maybe a design system. They will think about, you know, more white, and that's why they, they make so much money yeah, because they, they must be good. Otherwise, it's just, you know, somebody creating a Figma design. That, that's not really a, a good designer, in my opinion. Do you think it's valuable right now for a front-end developer if a front-end developer that, that's beginning their career? As you said, junior, maybe not at the beginning, very beginning, it's not a requirement for sure. It's not a hard requirement as it would be to learn uh, the basics, JavaScript, CSS, HTML. But if, if someone says, hey, uh, I want to get into front-end development, should I invest time learning to design webs, web design? I, I would definitely stay close to the to the designer team, right? I mean, I, I would uh, what I always try to do in any any project I go, any account I go, is always try to be early in the process of creating something. When when the client says I need I have this user story or this requirement, then first obviously goes to designers who will create the the designs, and mm. then eventually comes to you. But don't don't wait at the end. Don't wait at the end to to learn or to act on it. I, I would just go in early. And then just learn from them. Learn from them. What do they do? I mean, can you give them input? And then eventually you'll be able to also give opinions, right? I mean, you think, hey, this form is, I don't think that it is good enough when you actually, I mean, <laughs> think about it. How many times have you seen like a, a carousel? Carousels don't work. And they still design them because they, they they look pretty big images, but they just don't work. It's been, has been proven over and over that people don't click on next, 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 right? So so you already know that. You're already a user. So you could advise them. Let's, let's not, not, not do that. That doesn't work. I love this that you're mentioning that the getting involved from the very beginning doesn't matter the grade that is true, um, but if, for example, imagine that your team doesn't have uh, a des uh, designer, you know they don't have a, a web designer because you're a small company or uh, you're not you're not that specialized. Do you think how much for the do the web design or should do would you recommend a, a developer to think? I mean, it's it's complicated, right? I mean, uh, mm. as soon as you have the design team is on a third-party agency external, it's it's hard to get in. But mm. I, but I would ask for it. I, I would say, can 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 we meet and see wireframes at the beginning, or can can yeah. we just you know consult me in the process? Because in the end, I think designers they should know a little bit about web development, N not like coding. I mean, I, I know that they some should. of them do, they but should. they should know a little bit what's possible, what's not feasible, what's more expensive, what's less expensive, because. They, they might sometimes ask for things that are really expensive. And you mm. think, hey, if we just change this from that to that, it, which is nothing, just a few CSS, it will make it so much easier down the line, or I don't have to calculate it with JavaScript, things that they didn't know, right? So getting in early and giving your expertise on, I don't know, container queries, uh, whatever it is, uh, it would help the process. You, I think you just nailed this. Uh, this is <laughs> very interesting. Yeah, because um, although we're asking the question, do, do, do you as a front-end developer need to know UX, UI, uh, usability. Um, for me, this, the short answer would be you should be aware of it. I think it's more important for, for UI designers and UX blah, 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 designers in general to know about development just because of what you said. I've been approached, I 
uh, I one of the ways that I that I have interacted with designers in the past is that we sit down, they show the design, we talk about it, and usually they get an opinion like, "Hey, you know, that is very complicated. Uh, what you want, it looks cool, but it's going to be very complicated to to improve. How about? And this is where you your knowledge about uh, design comes in. How about we do this? Because you know that this could work, uh, th that it's better to develop, but and it could visually work. But I think it's more important for for designers to know how un and understand how the web works than the other way around. Precisely because of what you mentioned, container queries. This is a new concept. Uh, that I mean, new concept in the sense that it is something that is that is being supported uh, fairly recently, and designers didn't need to think about this. Now they can. It's like, hey, you know, you can do this. So try to design based on this. Before this was, uh, uh, I just forgot the term. I cannot believe it. Uh, responsive web design. Um, yes, they yes. had to understand how responsiveness work in order to create their designs. Or columns. I mean, I remember talking to many designers <laughs> about columns, and they were not like some of them knew, knew but some they, they did not even think about columns. Like I, we know all we all know mm. about grid systems, mm. and I'm talking before we had CSS grid. We we had like Bootstrap who, who implemented columns with floats, right? So so definitely back then they didn't know about the concept of of columns and they would just, you know, create elements with given pixels. Yeah, this container is gonna be six hundred pixels. And I'm like, no 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 no. We we gotta go with columns here and, and do responsive and you know mobile and no desktop way. and so definitely I think bo both sides of the of the of the war here need to need to <laughs> learn from each other. No, they need to learn from each other. Um, I just gonna give us. I have a lot, a ton of books here because, as I said, I've been buying a, a lot of books, and that I'm that. You old. like to read. Yeah, I love like to read. read, and I would recommend this one <laughs> that I found once in a library. Beautiful web design. Uh, the principles of beautiful web design. I am not getting paid or sponsored by any of these <laughs> books or people, but I just love it. And this, as a developer, as a non-talented designer. Helped me a lot to, to a lot to understand how basic design works and how basic design should be used in general terms. Talking about layouts, colors, and all these kind of things. So this is like an old book, yes, but it was very interesting to 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 read when I when I read it back back then. Um, okay, so regarding um, UX and such, um, um, how? Much do you think uh, a front-end developer should get involved in 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 the design process itself? I don't know. I mean, yeah, I I think we we better. I mean, oh, it's complicated. Communication. <laughs> you should not step on like another person's toes yes. or accountabilities. On I mean, you should not go into the designer and say, "Hey, you should do this." I mean, mm. in the end, they're also experts. They're also seniors or whatever it is. They're, they're experts on, on UI. But I definitely consult them. Definitely go there and give opinions when, when, when asked or not, or just, you know, volunteer things of information. But also, like, think about communication. No? Be, use, I don't know, sandwich technique for, for feedback. No? Say, hey, I love this part <laughs> of the UI, but what about this other part? Could we improve that? Or do you mm. think it's best? if When, when you go mobile, I mean... Like the, what I see a lot, they like to, for instance, rearrange a lot of elements when mm, you go mobile yes, to test, yes. right? And this, sure, with flex, it's possible you change the order of elements and more or less it, it works. But then when you think about uh, other stuff more complicated or screen readers or people that don't have, I don't know, JavaScript enabled, things like that, it complicates stuff. So maybe sometimes go there, go there and say, hey, sure, I can do that with flex. Maybe it's, if it's one element, but don't rearrange me the whole UI if we're going from one to the other. Things like that. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And 
I personally think, for example, so we established the as a front-end developer, it's good for you to know the general basics so that you can have a, a, a fluid communication with the with the UX uh, developer yeah. or the, the the desires in general. Sorry, not UX developer, but the desires. It is important. Um, of course, it, 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 they should know as well uh, how our, our how we work or the web works, so that we have a, a fluid communication, which is paramount for a successful user experience in the end. Um, but I would, what I would, I would go a little bit further in the sense that I would recommend uh, you as a front-end developer to know about uh, the, the usability, about user experience, about web design, about design in general, just because of personal projects. You know, there's a reason why things like Bootstrap or Tailwind exist because we as developers don't have that, usually don't, won't have that ability to create beautiful uh, designs, but um, if you're trying to work on your own, if you're trying to create your own product, it is a good idea to have a general knowledge about where is the, the uh, good practices, usability, UX, or user experience, whatever good practices, so, so that your product will be a more successful. Because if you make something, it doesn't matter how wonderful the idea is, if it's crap to use, people are not going to use it. So I would recommend this if you're working on, for people that like to work on their own products, to have a general idea of, of, of usability, of user experience, in, so that they can build better products. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes, like, less is more. I mean, I, I've seen, like, UIs where they barely have CSS. It's like, it's very minimal, very simple, but it's like, it feels like you've been outdated. But the UX is so good because the task that you are required to do, it's so easy. Like you have maybe an input field and you have a submit form and it works. But in other stuff, okay, you click the, the input and then it opens up and it moves around and you have all these things. So definitely uh, sometimes less is more. I would like to recommend, for example, for, for those people that don't want to go too deep, another book. Yes, this one I only have it digital, so I don't have a physical to show, but it's really good. It's uh, from Robin Williams, not the singer, not the actor, but <laughs> <laughs> and it's called The Non-Designer's Design Book. It is oh. amazing. It has it talks about only four principles. I, I mean, I, I, I do feel like a life coach right now. It talks about only four principles about... Uh, good design and it is amazing and some of these principles actually can be uh, extrapolated to even coding itself like one of them which is uh, repeatability i think it was the term that you repeat the same patterns over and over you don't change the patterns so it's just like coding if you want to, to to be a good developer you need to repeat the same patterns over and over because otherwise suddenly you see something different it's like why is this different from the the other thing really recommended highly recommended uh really Yes, we will add them all in the show notes <laughs> down in the description because it's a lot of stuff today, man. You definitely, you like to read. I like I, it. I, well, and there's another aspect regarding um, usability, usability more than user experience, which it's uh, blah, 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 is user testing, you know, um, usability testing. And this is more simpler to do than people would, would think about. Um, I don't know if you've been involved in user in UX no, testing. No, I mean, you're saying it's easy, easy it to is. do. <laughs> this I, just I, a pitch. I thought. It, I mean, I think it's very complicated. No. Like, okay, okay, wait. The easiest user really testing I can think of if I give my web application to my mother and I tell her, uh, "Can you please do this task?" Right. That's that will be the easiest and cheap. But that's the way that it works. Oh, see. Okay. Uh, yeah, tell me more. I, well, there's a book. Let's go. <laughs> Excellent. Robin's More books. It made easy. 
Rocket surgery. Okay. <laughs> uh, besides the, the, the idea is that they try to um, this this uh, this um, uh, Steve Krug uh, tries to make you understand that it's that making usability testing is easier than you can think of, and it can be as simple as what you said. Actually, I think I, there's a video that that is linked in the book, or the, you have the link to the to the book, where he in a talk grabs someone from the from the crowd, sits them, asks them to do a couple of very easy tests. And they find a lot of tests, a lot of um, a lot of issues. Actually, in the Jacob Nielsen, I think in the group, they agree that you only need to test up to around five people will find most of the usability issues that a website or that a product have. Only five. You don't need to do a huge amount of testing. With only five people, you would get most of the defects, and it's 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 really really very simple. And I, I've participated in, in in a few. I've seen some happen. It's quite interesting and it's very simple. I, at one point, I wanted to create a usability testing lab at the company. At Cogis and Eccentric, it didn't work. But because that's not what we do either. But I would have loved to be involved in and that. Sound, sounds complicated. No, I mean, probably a mouse tracking or maybe a camera tracking your eyes, heat maps on the screen, things that, like that. No? Those are high tech things, but you can do it very, with very low budget. It, it's really mm. quite interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, you're, you're right. Because I think usually when we develop something, maybe it goes to the next team, which is quality assurance, maybe or maybe user acceptance in a different environment. But usually the people that validate or test our applications, they're also power users. They are technical people. They know what to need to be doing or testing. And sure, they push the envelope, but they're not regular users or your mother, my mother, uh, people that are not technical and they're using websites, which is maybe banking or airlines, right? So, so definitely it's a good it's a good thing. You, you said just get five people non-technical, try to make them you do a journey and see what happens. Yeah, it's as simple as that. And... Actually, there's other ways as a developer, the, even if you are just a developer once again in, on your own that you can use, which is basically using analytics. You can uh, see how much people's, how much time people spend in a website, what's the drop rate, uh, where they click, and, th and things like this. And just with, with simple analytics, you can do this. A-B testing. There's many, many ways that, that uh, usability testing is, is available for, for, for regular folks. Yeah, true um, A-B testing. Of course, I, I forgot about it. I mean, we, we use it with, with AM and we have yeah, this target exactly. and, and launch and Adobe, all these things, tools that allows us to, yeah, change the UI and then, uh, of course, track what has better conversion rates. Yeah, good. So, um, I mean, we're uh, running a little bit over time. This is, as I said, this is a topic that I could just sit down and talk for hours. I would let, just let's, let's cut it here. But um, let's do a, a small summary, and then I'll do a recommendation of one book that I really, really love, and, and we can just call it a day. So, final words, Regard, what would you recommend? No, 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 I, I need or, to, it's another book, yet, yet another book, so um, just go ahead, fire your summary, fire your recommendation, I'm listening. Okay, so there's one book, when they talk about usability, there's this great book that's called The Design of Everyday Things by Donald Norman. Uh, this is the teapot, is quite... Uh, quite famous. Um, and this is supposed to be like a, a really good, 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 good book about usability. But after some time, he wrote like the second part. And that's one of my favorite, favorite books, which is Emotional Design. And why we love or hate everyday things. And the idea, the difference between that one and this one, and it's about user experience, is that he centered on usability only, on how things, how efficient things are, 
design and such in the first book. In this one, he took into account our uh, the user's experience, the user's feelings regarding when when using uh, when you when interacting with stuff. And this is really if you are going to read only one book, I would recommend the non designer's design book and. This one, uh, really, it is one of my favorite books. You can see that it's really worn out because I've read it a couple of times or more. Um, and one of the interesting things, for example, that you can read here is that with it, the exact same interaction, if the interface is, is more beautiful, people are less prone to to errors or are less prone for, to frustration. I will try to do things, uh, to finish tasks more uh in, in a bigger percentage. It's really, it's a, a, a fantastic book. Yes. Just, so CSS is important. Make your sites pretty. <laughs> it is. It is. Good, good recommendation. Uh, thank you so much, Chucha. Well, um, thank you, Ricard, uh, very much for the for the episode. Um, I, and thank you for everyone for listening and would love to hear or read uh, anything that you have to say regarding this topic. I think it's uh, an amazing topic. And well, I guess see you next time. See you in the next front end coffee break. Mike.